Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thank you for joining us for what would be another impactful edition of Sound of Strength Midweek Online Devotion by Wale Adeniro. We believe that what you're about to listen to will equip and empower you for today and for your future. Do follow along and enjoy. My heart could tell a story If my life would sing a song If I have a testimony If I have anything at all No one ever cared for me like Jesus His faithful hand has held me all this way And when I'm old and gray and all my days are numbered on the earth Let it be known in you alone My joy was found Let my children tell their children Let this be their memory That all my treasure was in heaven And you were everything to me His faithful hand has held me all this way And when I'm old and gray and all my days are numbered on the earth Let it be known in you alone My joy was found I found my joy Still my yeah. 
His faithful hand has held me all this way. And when I'm old and gray and all my days are numbered on the earth, let it be known in you alone my joy was found. Hallelujah to Jesus. A very good morning to you wherever you're joining me from. My name is Wale Adenero. You're welcome to Sound of Strength. It's our midweek online audio devotion. I believe that as you listen today, the Lord will speak to you. It will equip you. As he said in his word, man shall not live by food or by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The word of God is the food for the soul of the believer. So when you go daily without being nourished by the word of God, there'll be a deficiency, there'll be a weakness in areas of your life. But today, you are receiving strength in Jesus' name. And that's why we titled this, or we call this program, Sound of Strength. Hallelujah. Can we just pray before we go ahead? Holy Father, we bless your name. We glorify your magnificent holy name. You are worthy always. You are good always. You are kind always. You are faithful always. And this morning, with this day, we bless you for the gift of life. We thank you for the gift of knowing you, of being sons, daughters of yours. Lord, be honored in our lives today. This day, in this meeting of teaching, have your way. Open our eyes that we may see wondrous things out of your word. By the working of your spirit of wisdom that gives revelation. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Please, let's take this faith confession after me. Why don't you say loudly, if you can, where you are, and boldly, or if you can't do both, just say it assertively as much as you can. Say in the name of Jesus, today I boldly declare, I am born of the word of God. I am born of the life of God. The word of God is my nature. The word of God is my DNA. Therefore, as I receive this word, I have understanding of the word. This word is shaping my world, shaping my health, shaping my life, shaping my finances, shaping my ministry. I therefore become successful because I meditate upon this word day and night. I have good success. I cannot be defeated. I am more than conqueror through Christ who loves me. I declare, therefore, today and always, I'm living a victorious life. I'm victorious over lack, victorious over depression, victorious over anxiety, victorious over worry, victorious over sicknesses and diseases, victorious over family issues, and victorious in all things concerning my life. Now and always, in Jesus' mighty name. And somebody out there said, Amen. Glory to God. Please do all to help share the link of this broadcast to your contact on social media. Today, we are going to be teaching on the topic, the glory of God. The glory of God. We're going to be firstly in the book of Habakkuk chapter 2. The glory of God is our topic. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 14. It says, and I read, For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. It says, the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. Again, shall be filled, the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of what? Of the glory of who? Of God. So it's talking about the knowledge of God's glory. The knowledge of God's glory shall fill the earth. That's the prophecy that the scriptures give us about the glory of God. The end point that God wants about his glory on the earth is that this, the knowledge about his glory, the knowledge of his glory will fill the earth just the way the waters cover the sea. Now, before the end of this broadcast, we will detail more on the waters covering the sea. Hallelujah. So please follow. Uh, the Bible makes us uh, see different uses of the word glory. Four main uses of the word glory in the Bible are in no particular order. But 
let me help you see this. Number one is praise or well speaking. Praise or well speaking. You'll see that in the book of Matthew chapter 6. Let's look at Matthew quickly. Chapter 6 verse 2. It says, Therefore, when you do your arms, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. So they are doing that so that they can have glory of men. Also, we see in the book of Romans, in sorry, Luke chapter 17, Luke 17, verse 18. In Luke 17, verse 18, it says, and I read, There are not found that return to give glory to God except the stranger. This is when Jesus had healed 10 lepers and only one came back. And he's saying it's only one person that returned to give glory to God. So the glory speaking about here is praise. Hallelujah. Now, the second use of the word glory is wealth. In fact, in the first mention of the word glory in the Bible, we find that in the book of Genesis 31. Genesis 31 verse 1 says, And he heard the words of Laban's sons. This is talking about Jacob. Saying, Jacob has taken away all our fathers, all of our fathers. He has taken away all our fathers. And of that which was our fathers, has he gotten all the glory. If you want to know what he's talking about, the earlier verse, which is chapter 30 of Genesis, verse 43 says, and the man Jacob increased exceedingly and had much cattle and maid servants and men servants and camels and donkeys. So it says in the next verse, which is chapter 31, verse 1 of Genesis, it says, They said about this man called Jacob, the sons of Nabon said, He has gotten all this glory. So they were talking about wealth. So in the Bible, wealth is used to symbolize glory. In the book of Matthew chapter 4 verse 8, the devil took Jesus in the temptation to a high mountain and showed him all the glory of the world and said, bow to me and I will give you all this and his glory. So glory of the world there speaks of the wealth of the world, the riches of the world. Hallelujah. Number three that uh, we see in the Bible that the word glory means is ability or authority ability or authority look with me if you can to the book of matthew or you can just make sure you pen down the scriptures at least matthew 16 verse 27 jesus says for the son of man shall come in the glory of his father with his angels and then he shall reward every man according to his works it says the son of man shall come in the glory of his father and he shall word every man according to his works what does he mean by the glory of the father here he's saying he shall come in the authority of the father because jesus tells us that god has put all judgments in the hands of the son so he has put the ability to judge the authority to judge in the hands of his son look at the book of john chapter 2 in john chapter 2 verse 11 he says this beginning of miracles did jesus in cana of galilee and manifested forth his glory and his disciples believed on him what is the background to this verse it is when jesus had turned water to wine it says this was a manifestation of his glory what is that glory ability his power his ability glory to god so we see that glory is represented in the bible to mean praise or well speaking that's number one number two it means wealth number three it means authority or ability the last and not the least is in the book of uh, luke chapter 9 verse 30 luke chapter 9 verse 30 hallelujah we're going to look at verses 30 to 32 it says and i read and behold there talked with him two men which were moses and elijah it says in the king james elias that's the greek for elijah it says but it says who appeared in glory and spake of his disease that's the death that he will soon die talking to jesus which he should accomplish at jerusalem but peter you know so it talks about other things but so we've gotten what we want to get there it says they appeared in glory why, why does it say 
they appeared in glory. Remember, Elijah and Moses were already there. So he's talking about their spirit form. So number four uh, meaning of glory in the Bible is the spirit form. So let's see that further in the book of Romans chapter 6. Romans 6 verse 4, it says, Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father. Even so, we also should walk in the newness of life. Look at that again. It says, Christ was raised from the dead by what? The glory of the Father. Just go forward to chapter 8 of this book of Romans. Romans chapter 8 verse 11 now says, But if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you. Look at those words. If the spirit of he that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you. So we see in chapter 6 verse 4 that it says it's the glory of God that raised Jesus from the dead. In the same book, in chapter 8 verse 11, it says it's the spirit of God that raised up Jesus from the dead. So we see it's the spirit of God that is being called glory. It's the spirit of God that is being called glory. Hear that. That means the spirit form is called glory. When the person who is born again, or sorry, who died in faith, is seen in the spirit realm, what you're seeing is their glory. When you are talking about the spirit of God, that is the glory of God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, look at this. You know, you, you can typically want to start a teaching about glory from the Old Testament where we see uh, the in the temple and the glory of God comes into the desert, you know, that comes into their midst and all that kind of stuff. You know, why we will not do that in a New Testament teaching? Why we will not do that in this dispensation is that the Bible makes us understand that no man has ever, no man has ever seen the Father. No man has ever at any point in time seen the Father. The Bible says in the book of 1 Timothy 6 verse 16, it says, Who only, talking about God, that God has immortality, it dwells in light that no man can approach. No man can approach the person of God. No man can approach the person of this God that we serve. It says, it dwells in light unapproachable. It dwells in light unapproachable. Hallelujah. In the book of John, Jesus said, you have not seen his shape. You have not seen the shape of the Father. Please follow me to the book of John, chapter 5, verse 37. It says, and the Father himself, which has sent me, has borne witness of me, you have neither seen, sorry, you have neither heard his voice at any time, nor seen his shape. Hallelujah. These are, these are, you know, these are, to those people who were hearing him, these were very strong words. You are telling us, we have never seen God before. I thought Moses saw him. You are telling us, we have never uh, sin is formed before you say well okay they didn't see god in the old testament but they saw his glory well whose report will you believe the writing of moses or the writing of jesus or the words of jesus hallelujah bible says the law was given by moses but grace which is the truth came by jesus christ the law was given by moses but grace which is the truth came by jesus christ what does that mean it tells you that the words in the old testament contain portions of truth and portions of suppositions hear that portions of truth and portions of suppositions let's see that in the book of uh, hebrews chapter 1 hebrews chapter 1 verse 1 the amplified version AMPC. It says, in many separate revelations, each of which set forth a portion of truth. You hear that? It says, in many separate revelations, each of which set forth a portion of the truth. And in different ways, God spoke to our fathers, our forefathers, in and by the prophet. It says, it was in many separate Revelations. God spoke to our fathers, our forefathers, in and by the prophet. Verse 2 says, But in this last days, in this last of the days, he has spoken to us in the person of a son. 
he has spoken in the person. So in Jesus, we don't have uh, snippets of revelations, bits of revelations, portions of revelations. We have the completeness of the revelation. That's why if Jesus said no one saw the Father, no one heard the Father, no one even saw his form, then that must be true. No one ever heard it, no one ever saw his form, then that must be true. In fact, to buttress this further, the book of John chapter 1. John chapter 1, look at verse 18. John 1 verse 18. This is why when you look at the Old Testament, you must look at what the New Testament comments, what it says about what the Old Testament uh, was saying. Because sometimes the writings of the Old Testament were the suppositions, the suggestions, the thoughts, the misinterpretations of the writers. Why? Because they did not have the Holy Spirit of God. They didn't have the nature of the person they were talking about. So they knew in portions, they knew in bits. But we have the glory. We have the Spirit of God. We have the nature. The Bible says we have and we know the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. John chapter 1. Let's go to verse 18. I'll just read this in the NIV. It says, and I read, No one has ever seen God. No one has ever seen God, but the only and, sorry, but the one and only Son who is himself God and is the closest relationship with the Father has made him known. No one has ever seen God. Hallelujah. Those are strong words. The CEV says, No one has ever seen God, the only Son who is truly God and is closest to the Father has shown us what God is like. Ha! Glory. It says, He has shown us what God is like. So that's why it's not the right way for me to teach you about the glory of God by opening to the Old Testament and now having you to desire that pattern. Glory to God. So let's go further about what this glory is. Look at the book of Exodus chapter 33. Exodus chapter 33. Uh, we're going to look at verse verses 18 and 19. Exodus 33 verses 18 and 19. Glory to God. It says... This is Moses speaking, and he said, I beseech you, I pray, I'm begging, show me your glory. Verse 19, and he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord. Look at those words. I will make all my goodness pass before you, uh-huh. and I will proclaim, I will, I will speak forth or I will show you all my goodness. I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. Two things. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. So God is saying to this man, No, you cannot see this, this, this glory you want to see. You cannot see this glory you want to see. But what will happen is you actually see the glory. How? You will see my goodness because my goodness is my glory. Did you hear those words? I'm saying, this man is saying, please God, show me your glory. God says, I will show you my goodness. That means the glory of God is the goodness of God. God, show me your glory. That will have been, Lord, let me see you in spirit form. God says, you know what? Let me provide to you what my spirit form will provide for you. Let me show you, let me manifest what my spirit form will manifest to you. And he says, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord. So look at these words. You must understand that the glory of God is the goodness of God. The glory of God is the goodness of God. Also understand this. In the Bible, the Old, uh, the, the Old Testament, the word glory is the Hebrew word kabod or kabat. kabat. It's K-O-B-O-D. Sorry, K-A-B-O-D. If you want to translate that in English, K-A-B-O-D. It means weightiness it means weightiness most times it's used for the word weightiness or honor or ability so the word kabod means all that god contains kabod in the new testament written in greek it is the word doxa they are saying the same thing it's talking about all that god contains so when the Bible tells us something about Jesus, look with me to the book of John. Let's go back to the book of John. We're speaking about the glory of God. 
John chapter 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verses 14. Verse 14 says, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld His glory. So that glory that Moses was praying to see, we are now beholding. He says, And we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of what? Grace and truth. Full of what? Grace and truth. Remember, when Moses asked for the the glory of God to be seen, God says, you cannot see me in spirit form, but I will manifest to you what this glory contains. And God says, I will proclaim my name before you. Look at those words. He says, I will proclaim my name before you. Mm. And the next thing he said is that, you know, you will see that I will be merciful to whom I will be merciful. Look at those words. It says, I will show compassion. I will be gracious to who I will be gracious and I will show mercy to whom I will show mercy to. That means God is saying, when I manifest my glory, when I show you my glory, what you will see is goodness and because of that goodness, you will know me. The word when it says, I'll proclaim my name, means I will, I, will, I will let you know who I am. The name of a person represents the person. I will let you know who I am. Why? Because my glory is me. I am my glory. When the Bible says the glory of God, it means the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God is God. Why? God is a Spirit. I'll say that again. When the Bible says the glory of God, it's talking about the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God is God. Why? Because God is a spirit. So it says, if you will see what I contain as a person who is spirit, I contain goodness. I contain goodness. And this, my personality called my name, is going to show you grace. It's going to make me show grace to whoever I'll be gracious to. And I'll be merciful to whosoever I'll be merciful to. So this makes you understand that the glory of God is God's goodness. The glory of God is God's goodness. How did Jesus manifest this glory? Because the Bible says that we have beheld the glory of God, the glory of the only begotten of God, full of grace and truth. Full of grace and truth. Well, verse 16 of that John chapter 1, it says, And of his fullness, he's full of grace and truth, right? And of his fullness have we all received grace upon grace. It says, of his fullness, of this thing is full of, if we have received just grace upon grace. Grace for grace. So this tells you, the glory of God is the goodness of God. So when Jesus was on earth manifesting this glory, please follow me. When Jesus was on earth manifesting this glory, what do we see? You know, the Bible says he will go about preaching in uh, the villages, teaching in the synagogue. Look at the book of Matthew chapter 4, verse 23. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease amongst the people. St. Matthew chapter 9 verse 35, it says Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease amongst the people. So this is him manifesting what God is full of. Manifesting God's goodness. Acts chapter 10 verse 38, we'll round it up this way, summarize everything he did this way. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth who went about doing good, healing them that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Why? You you are seeing now that the whole of God's glory was about manifesting goodness. How? In three ways or let's just say three ways. Let me explain what I mean by three ways. Jesus manifested the glory of God in about three ways. Number one, in the things he said. Number two, the things he did. Number three, the things he did not do. Oh, hear that. Number one, the things he said. So you see here, is it going about, the Bible has told us that he was full or is full of grace. 
and truth and of his fullness we're just receiving grace for grace grace for grace grace upon grace grace deluge of grace and it now tells us how he was manifesting this grace it tells us how he's manifesting this grace he says it is by healing people preaching going about to preach in fact the bible says that when jesus spoke in the temple the day uh he came back from the wilderness where he fasted we had been fasting when he was told to read the book of isaiah when the book of isaiah was given to him uh, the, the 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 um the scriptures were given to him. He read and after he read, Luke chapter 4 verse 22. You know, the Bible says earlier, he had said, This day, these words are fulfilled in your ears. After he had read that the Spirit of God is upon me. What we know as Isaiah 61 is what he read. You know, he has anointed me so and so. Then when he dropped the book, he says, This day, all these things you just heard that has been written as a prophecy all this while, they are fulfilled in your ears. All right? The next thing, the comments of the people who heard him is Luke chapter 4 verse 22. It says, and all that bear him witness. says, all bear him witness and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, is this not Joseph's son? So the words he was speaking were gracious words. Remember, the grace of God is the glory of God. The goodness of God is the glory of God. So the speakings of Jesus manifested the glory of God. And the works, the healings, the deliverance of the blind, the healing of the people, casting out of devils, was a manifestation of glory. When people saw that, what they were seeing without knowing was God's glory. What they were seeing was God's glory. So we see the glory of God again in three forms. In what Jesus said, hear that. Number two, in what Jesus did. Number three, in what Jesus did not do. Can you say that after me? So that it sinks in. Let's say that together. Number one, what Jesus said. Number two, what Jesus did. Number three, what Jesus did not do. Go glory to God. Now understand this. This is very key. This is very key. So let's go back to the book of Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 14 where we started from. If you understand this, then we can begin to interpret the word glory that is prophesied in the book of Habakkuk chapter 2. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 14 again it says, For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. The earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God. How? You know, if you look at this in layman's language, you will think, you know, your surroundings, you'll walk out in the morning, you'll see the glory of God. No, that's not what he's talking about. Maybe you'll see the glory of God, you know, somewhere. No, the word earth here is talking about the human life. The human life, the earth. When the Bible uses the word earth, sometimes it's talking about humanity. The earth. Remember, the Bible calls uh, the thing that God made the body of man from. He calls it the dust of the earth. Alright, so the earth is talking about man. So, it's talking about human beings shall be filled with the knowledge of God's glory. What is God's glory? God's goodness. As the waters cover the sea. How? As the waters cover the sea. Humans, please get this down. If you can write this down, it's important you get this today. Humans shall be filled. People shall be filled with the knowledge of God's goodness. How? As the waters cover the sea. Let's do something very quickly here. And we did some teachings uh, last, late last year and also into the uh, earlier portions of January. And I want to take you to see something in some of the things we've taught earlier. Hallelujah. Look at with me. Genesis 1 verse 1 and 2. Genesis 1. Please follow, follow. Genesis 1, verse 1 and 2. It says, In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. God created heaven and earth. In fact, that one alone is a prophecy. That's verse 1 of Genesis chapter 1. But we're not talking about that today. Verse 2 says, The earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. So understand this. The Bible, the Old Testament is two stories related as one the old testament is two stories one story is the natural story you're hearing the other story is the real story that is being passed to you why because the bible says 
Hosea chapter 12 verse 10 says, God says, I spoke to the prophet in visions, in similitudes, in parables. Now, a parable contains three things, three things, made up of three things. Number one, fact. Number two, fiction. Number three, the message. So, when you see the writings of the Old Testament, many a times you're looking at a parable. So, you need to understand what is what are the symbols of the words representing. Now, in that parable you're reading, there's also a story that really happened. So, in this, God actually created the earth in chapter 1. We can see the creation plan in chapter 1, yes. But in that story, the story of Jesus was actually hidden in there. The story of God was actually hidden in there as a parable. You see the natural as geography, the creation of the world. You see creation, but in the creation story, there is God. So, you will see later that these things are true as we go ahead. It says, the earth was without form and void. What is without form and void? Darkness was upon the face of the deep. What is darkness? First John chapter 5 verse 20 says, Light gives understanding. The Bible says in Psalms 119 verse 130, The entrance of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. So when there is darkness upon the face of the deep, it's talking about lack of understanding. The earth is full. The people, remember the earth again, is people. The people are filled with lack of understanding. That's what it's talking about here. Please follow. It says, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. So it says, firstly, let's be, let's look at this closer. It says, darkness firstly was upon the face of the deep. The word deep is the home. It's a vast uh, sea. Vast sea. Now, it didn't say deep again. It says, and the Spirit of God now moved upon the face of the water. It didn't say sea. It now says water. What is water here? Water is the Hebrew word mahim. Sea is the larger uh, thing. But water is a small collection of water. Small body of water. So, hear this. So, this is a parabolic speaking of the earth. The old earth does not know God. The old earth. But God will pick up a nation from the man he raised called Abraham from a nation use them as a type use them as a teaching symbol to bring about his glory God wants to bring himself known he wants to make himself known there's lack of understanding that fills the old people of the earth about God they see God as good they see him as bad do you know that the book of Job is said to be the earliest book of the Bible Though it's seen after the book of Psalms, but it's actually the earliest. In Job, Job is the manifestation of the confusion of people who wanted to serve God. You see in the book of Job, God killeth, God makes alive. Blessed be his holy name. That's not true. God didn't kill the children of Job. Satan killed them. He's the one who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So that's just a thing you can see all through the book of Job. You see a lot of confusion until chapter 42 when he gets clarity about all the things he was saying. Alright, so you see that darkness was upon the face of the deep, but God picked the water. What is water here? The water, if you look at the Bible, in the book of Revelation 17 verse 15, it tells us that the water symbolizes people. Waters in the Bible symbolize people. Revelation 17 verse 15, water symbolizes people. So when it says the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, it's talking about upon a particular smaller nation that God will use to show as an example to the rest of the world. He used Israel and the Spirit of God moved upon the prophet of Israel and they kept on prophesying about a coming Messiah, a coming Messiah. Then the prophecy zeroed in on a young girl, hallelujah, called Mary one day. This girl, the angel of God, appeared to her and said, Hail, Mary, you are highly favored amongst women. You will give birth to a child who will save the people from their sins she says how is this going to be possible i don't even have any any uh intimate relationship with a man the angel says the spirit of god hallelujah shall overshadow you this is what the bible is saying when it says the spirit of god moved upon the face of the water the water is people it kept moving moving through moses moving through joshua prophesying the coming messiah moving through uh, Joshua, moving through Elijah, moving through the different prophets, Zechariah, Isaiah, Zephaniah, Malachi, until it got to one young girl. 
the spirit of god moved and made sure something happened it says when the spirit of god came upon the waters what happened it says and god said let there be light that light is jesus that's why jesus would say i'm the light of the world i'm the light of life that bible says in the book of john chapter one it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god the bible says the word was the life of man the word verse chapter 1 verse 4 of john the, the word was the light and the light was the life of men this word was the light and the light was the life of men hallelujah so it tells you that actually when there is a darkness that this john chapter sorry genesis 1 is talking about is talking about lack of understanding about god but god will co- look at a collective of people called israelites begin to work his plan his eternal plan through them until one of them births the messiah called jesus who is to come and show us god's goodness to remove the 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 obscurity in knowledge about god remove the confusion about god and bring clarity about god removes the the confusions that we see in portions of revelation spoken by the prophets portions 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 of revelation this one sounds confusing this one sounds like it's giving clarity oh the man called uh, samuel who you think is flawless because the bible says he never had the word of prophecy fall to the ground you will see in second samuel chapter 24 verse 1 saying god you know moved david to number he tempted david he stared david he incited david he tempted david to number the people of israel without doing the right thing so he's telling you god will tempt then you will see later that james chapter one says god cannot tempt so you see even the man you thought never said a wrong thing had a wrong thing said because later the book of chronicles will now say no 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 first chronicles 21 verse 1 will now say actually it is satan that tempted david that moved david that incited david so we are seeing a lot of confusion about the person of god but god says i'm going to send my son he is the glory of me in particular is my glory with body i could not show up in glory as a spirit man as a spirit form i had to announce have a body maybe provided the body hallelujah and i am a spirit in the body but i will be called jesus christ and i will come and show my goodness i will come and manifest my goodness to the people of the world god came in christ to manifest his goodness god came in christ to manifest his kindness to manifest his graciousness to manifest his mercy god came in christ to show us mercy you know we used to think or many people think still think well jesus just came to the world to die for the sins of men if that's the main thing he came to do then at the age of one at the age of two we just have been killed and his sacrifice will have been done but why did he stay up to 33 years why did he stay up to 33 years because he had to start putting down teachings to clarify god so you see please hear this again you see the person you see the glory of god in the things that jesus again remember in the things that jesus said in the things he did and in things he did not do please hold on we're still in the book of abacock chapter 2 abacock chapter 2 says let's go back there again hallelujah i don't know if you're getting this i don't know but i believe you are and i'm enjoying this and i want you to follow carefully because this is the teaching that will enlighten you it says for the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of god the knowledge of the glory of the lord as the waters cover the sea as the waters. so you are seeing the waters here the waters are the small collection that of people that god has dealt with god has trained god has stirred by spirits god has inspired god has discipled so it says it will only happen the earth should will not be filled with the knowledge of the glory of god if the waters don't cover the sea again the sea is the bigger collection the water is the smaller collection it says until the water who are the water the israel of god who are the israel in the new testament the israelites the people who believe in christ so it says these people that believe in christ they need to go and spread their influence upon the sea who are the sea the sea is the entire world that does not know god hallelujah do you get that now the sea is the entire world that does not know god that means this plan of abacock 2 verse 14 that is also a prophecy in the book of isaiah chapter 11 verse 9 it will never be done 
if there is no discipleship, if people are not trained to understand God, if people just get saved and stay in church and begin to give offerings, begin to pray and fast uh, once in a month, once in a while, and don't understand that God planned them to be disciples, then this plan is being inhibited. This plan is being slowed down. This plan is not made manifest through their lives. Isaiah 11 verse 9 says, and I read the B part, For the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. And he's saying this actually is something that God wants to do. It shall be filled. The earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters. As the people, the small collection of people called the 12 disciples that Jesus raised. The small collection, 12 minus Judas, now replaced with another person as those people they are the waters they are the small collection of water in a large expanse of water remember again waters speaks about people the small collection are going to influence the larger society are going to influence the whole world that's why jesus says go into all the world you are the water that should cover the sea go into all the world and preach the gospel to the people baptize those who believe immerse them in my identity remember that glory god says my glory will not be seen by you moses but i will show you my goodness and i will proclaim the name of the lord that is my identity so baptizing them in the name in my identity what's the identity god showed to moses god told moses he says i'll be merciful to whom i'll be merciful and i will show grace i'll be gracious to whom i'll be gracious that means you cannot question me when I begin to show my goodness, because my goodness will look like unmerited kindness everywhere, which is what it is. Hallelujah. I'll be merciful. I'll be merciful. I will be merciful. God says, go and immerse them in the understanding of my nature of mercy. I'm not the one killing. So when God says, I want to spread my glory, I want people to know my glory, he wants to do that through you, child of God. He wants to do that through me. He wants to do that through you through the person you will let know about jesus that you will train about jesus you will let know about the glory of god through your words and your deeds we're going to get into that next week we're going to get into now walking in this glory child of god you are a glory carrier the bible now says in the book of colossians 1 verse 27 that christ is in you is the hope of glory the word hope in the greek is not the word hope in english what hope in greek in which the new testament is written is the greek word elpis which means a confident expectation of good the word hope in english is just a 50 50 thing but the word hope in greek is an assurance of manifestation of good a confident expectation of good so christ being in you is the hope that you will be able to manifest God. You'll be able to do what Jesus did and he said greater works than this. He wants you to speak in explaining to people and in manifesting his person through character and power. Hear that? Words, character and power. You are born to do this. Hallelujah. Somebody say after me, I'm born to manifest the glory of God. Hallelujah. And I believe that this word has reached your heart today, reached your soul, because God says, I want you to know that you are born for greater things. You are born for such a time as this, because the people in your world need to see my glory, my goodness through you. And I declare, in the name of Jesus, God will manifest himself through you. God will declare his goodness through you. God will show forth and show off his goodness through you, not just in you, but through you. Because the end result is not just in you, the end result is through you. That the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord as you and I, who are the waters, we cover the whole world, which are the sea. I declare in the name of Jesus Christ, nothing shall stop you. Timidity shall not stop you. Poverty shall not stop you. Diseases cannot stop you. Delay and denials they've been going through cannot stop any longer. You are advancing because you're an ambassador. I pray for you today. You are advancing because you have a place to go to manifest this glory. Nothing is injuring you. The shackles are broken off you. The bondages are taken off you. The yokes, the heavy burdens on you are dealt with by the mercy of God. In the name of Jesus Christ, see God's glory. See God's glory. Manifest glory in the name of Jesus Christ. 
I pray over you again. See God's glory in this time and season. Be held by glory. This spirit of God that is called glory is manifesting in your job, manifesting in your home, manifesting in your health, manifesting in every business of yours. I declare in the name of Jesus Christ, see God's glory. See God's spirit moving things, working things in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive revelation, ideas, inspiration that breaks the back of lack in the name of Jesus Christ. Be helped like never before today in Jesus' glorious name. And somebody who received this word with joy and gladness said a mighty amen. Hallelujah. That will be all for today. We're going to continue on this. You don't want to miss part two of this teaching next Wednesday by the grace of God. We're continuing and we're going to be talking about now walking in this glory. I kill you, Ronald Shutter. Ah, glory to God. I just blessed God for helping you to get this word. And I want to ask of you to do well to appreciate the word of God with an offering as we go, as we round up this teaching. The account details are posted. The account details for this uh, ministry is the account is a union, in, sorry, United Bank of for Africa account, United Bank for Africa. The account number is 219501614. Again, 219501614. The account name is Light Tribe. As you give, I declare that as you appreciate the work of God, appreciate the 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 word of God and you give for its expansion and its continuation, I pray the glory of God shall be seen through you too like never before. Empowered you are to do his work in Jesus name. Till I come your way again, that will be on Friday by the grace of God for Night of Prayer, the first edition of Night of Prayer um, coming uh, for this, uh, this, this Friday. I said the first edition. I may not be correct, uh, but I think I am correct. Hallelujah. Most, yeah, it's the first edition of Night of Prayer for the month of April. That will be on the... On the no, I'm still wrong. <laughs> okay, we have a Friday left for Night of Prayer, yes, in this month. So, as we have Night of Prayer this month, it will be the last Night of Prayer for the month of March. Please join us 9 p.m. Nigeria time this Friday. Let's pray together. Let's press in and birth miraculous things. Have a blessed day. Have a glorious time in God. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Once again, for joining in to listen to this week's edition of Sound of Strength, we believe that you have been blessed. To find more teaching content from Wale Adeniron, go to www.bit.ly/gracewise. It's your love and financial partnership that makes this possible. To give or become a financial partner of this ministry, please go to bit.ly/godpartners. We love you and stay blessed. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.